What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Endless Opinion. I am your co-host, Hayden Brinkley. And on the other side of the table, Zach Bristol. And here we are, number 47. Number 47. Let's get right into it, man. All right, so you had a topic in mind. What you got? So I was just kind of thinking the other day. I I was watching this show called uh, 112263. It's James Franco is like the main character in it. Okay. It's about a guy. It's based on a book. Uh, it's about a guy who I'm not going to get too into the plot of it, but basically to keep it short, the guy who finds a way to go back in time to 1960 and he, that's the only place he can travel back in time to, you know, he's, there's like this closet door in this house that for some reason, if you walk into it, you get teleported back to 1960. And so he decides to stay there for three years and try to prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy and catch and find out if, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Lee Harvey Oswald actually did it or if he was working with anybody or if it was someone else entirely or what the whole deal with it was. It's really good show. I think it's just one season. It's not going to have another season. It's just all like, it's just a long movie. What's it on? Is it on? You said Hulu? Hulu? It's on Hulu. Okay. I need to check that out. It's like 45 minute episodes. I think there's like eight episodes something like that so it goes by pretty quick there's only one season so you don't have to worry about getting into something that's going to last forever but it it was really really good i really enjoyed it but it got me thinking because he's back in the you know the 60s and he has like at first he brings back like his his iphone with him just to i guess i don't know what use it would have back then with no cell towers and all that stuff i think he kind of it was only with him for like one episode, so I think he figured out it was pretty much useless. But it got me thinking, like, if you were to go back in time, like, what would you bring? Like, what? Uh, like, another thing he brought was, a, it was the way he made money. And this doesn't really spoil anything. I'm not going to try and get into anything that's going to spoil anything. But he keeps a, a book with him of sports, winners and losers, throughout the years. Oh. Boxing matches, who wins, who loses. So you can bet. So you can bet. And you can go to bars and, you know, places where you can gamble and be like, you know, what are the odds for this fight? Okay, I'll take it for, you know, $200. And that's a lot of money back then. Mm-hmm. And so you, that's the way you kind of get by. That's what he was doing. So I was just, it made me think all sorts of things like, you know, what what type of items would you bring back if you were to go back to, you know, say the 60s or the 50s or 40s or whenever you would go back. But then that, that also got me thinking like, you know, if you could go back to any time period, where would you go and what would you bring? So that's the question. Where would you go and what, and you know, let's say three items would you bring so three items what year you don't have to give me any specific just what year would you go to well that's what i'm and what items would you bring okay so for me it wouldn't be a recent year i know it's gonna sound crazy but hear me out okay so i don't know if it's like is it for a day kind of thing or is it a week a month like how long is it however long you want to stay okay i would probably go back to like Oh, when did they when like when did they have like knights and kings and shit? Oh man, that's you know like, that's like fifteen, sixteen hundred. I, I no, clue maybe <laughs> I don't know. Chimp. But anyways, I would basically want to go back to medieval times. Yeah, medieval times. I would want to become a knight. That's how far back I would go. Reasoning behind that is like I don't think like anyone like can necessarily buckets. huh. You want to shit in buckets? No, <laughs> not even in the slightest. But how cool would it be to ride in and battle on a horse in a 
fucking sword, man. Like a long sword. Oh, yeah, it'd be badass. That's, see, that's like, that's what piques my interest. Uh, I'd want to go back. I mean, given it'd probably be like a day or two, because I'd be like, all right, I can't do this. Not No (laughs) technology. How much fun (laughs) is it going to be to get clubbed in the chest with a sword? (laughs) Or, you know, maybe you dodge it and it hits you in your arm, and then it's just a little cut. And then, oh, you know, there's no doctors back then, so that fucking rusty... You know, <laughs> fucking crab-infested steel just cuts through your arm. Well, that's and gets what I'm infected, saying. And then your arm falls off. It's only a day or two. <laughs> like I'd be good. I All right, come you know, back. Let's revamp the question. You got to stay for at least one year, one whole entire <laughs> oh, shit. year. Okay. You have to bring three items with you to to allow yourself to stay and. So then, know, that changes my answer completely. Right. Okay. But uh, if it's uh, so, like, if it's just a time period, uh, it's a. It depends on how long I'm staying. Is essentially how I'm looking at it. So if it's like a few days, I'm going back to medieval time. If it's a year, honestly, I would love to go back into probably, I'd say probably the 70s or 80s. Um, I feel like those were kind of a little bit more simpler times. Not, I know, you know, with at least war, it was a little bit more difficult. I Listen, I, I am a full-blown idiot, so I don't know what war was happening around that time. I want to say the Korean War. Probably Vietnam War, somewhere, something like that. I feel like what that's year? close. The 70s? Like seventies, eighties. I think the I think Vietnam was the seventies. Think. Pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, sixties you know, or seventies. Obviously, we can look it up, but I'm be honest. Don't don't care. I already, <laughs> <that class. laughs> I already took history. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd probably go around right around that time. I feel like that was kind of a little bit more simpler times than where we're at now. And I know probably you know there were a few hiccups along the road, but. I don't know. I think something about the 70s and 80s, just I guess the art and the, how different the culture was back then. Because you got to think like the 70s and 80s, that was like really kind of hippie times. And no, and everyone was like, holy shit, like these guys are weird. It's a completely different side of the spectrum. That's when pretty much everything started to come out. Like I remember reading a book about what was it, LSD and mushrooms were being experimented heavily back around those times. And I think it was a little bit earlier, to be honest, like in the 60s. But they had more clinical trials right around the 70s, mid-70s. So I feel like right around that time, it would be, you know, that's that's essentially when the culture started to shift into like more peaceful kind of love and all that. And people were just so heavy on war and trying to work for the big boss and make money and all that shit. I mean, not like it's any different now, to be honest, but yeah, to answer, to answer your question, probably right around there. Well, have you put uh, much thought into it? I'm sure, I'm sure you have. Oh yeah, I definitely have. But real so, quick. Yeah. What, what would you bring with you? <sighs> what would I bring with If you me? could bring, you know, say three things, single items, you know, uh, you know, nothing too crazy like a SR 71 jet or anything like that, but <laughs> like just three items that you could fit, you know, just fit on your person that you could take with like you. a backpack. Like I can fit into my, yeah, backpack. so you can have a book bag and you can have three things in there. You know, I'm going to piggyback off of that show. I would probably take like some kind of like historical event or maybe historical sporting outing that happened and I would put a shit ton of money on it so that way I can make a lot of money. So that's one. Number two? Mm, I haven't really thought this through. That's tough. So in the show, that's one thing. One other thing you have to consider is like back then, you know, there's no law and order like it is now where everything is being surveyed constantly. You know, you think there's a lot of corrupt cops now. People are constantly talking about that. But it's really not like that. You know, there's definitely corrupt cops and bad cops. But the good ones, you know, largely outweigh the bad ones. 
Mm-hmm. Take it back to the 60s and the 70s, maybe not so much as today where they have to with body cams and just all the technology that there is today. They're, they dash cams and body cams, they're constantly, their superiors are constantly watching what they do and make sure they do it the right way. And again, not everywhere. Some places, you know, will go out of their way to try and protect corrupt cops because it's their buddy or whatever. And that's terrible. And, you know, what, you know, not, don't need to go into that. Yeah. But, you know, back then when there was just nothing, these people like uh, when he goes back, he makes the mistake of placing a bet that is too much. Like it was just you want too much money from this dude. You're not getting paid. You, they're, they're like, oh, you played. And then they're going to, you know, fucking kick your ass or try and kill you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to be a little safe with it. Oh, maybe I'll throw 20 bucks on this fight, and 30 bucks on that fight. But you can't go in and this one's a million to one and I'm going to put all my money on it. And then you lose and then you get fucking murdered. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, um, it's it's a tough question. It's hard. I, I would, back in the if I would go back to like the sixties or seventies, I feel like I would try and I would research what it, new technologies came out very recently to where I was going, but they hadn't come out yet. But we had the technology to build at the time, and I would just take blueprints uh, and just go around so you and could, try and sell inventions that yeah, aren't mine. <laughs> That's smart. That's, yeah. It's real smart. Bring because in some blueprints or some shit yeah, like that. You, yeah, make a bunch of money off of something, and then you know you get rich, as opposed to trying to gamble or whatever. But uh, if I could go back to any time period, if I could live in any time period, like be born, kind of restart my life and be like, okay, where would you like to be born at? I think I would pick 1960. Why is that? Because I would be a teenager through the 70s, and I'd be in my 20s through the 80s. And I'd still be pretty young through the 90s and 2000s. And then when I'm old and, you know, sick of, and I've seen everything, and I've been through a bunch of crazy shit throughout the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And then, you know, right now, when the world's pretty much fucked, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to retire and play (laughs) video games until I die. (laughs) Because now all the technology, you know, I don't have to deal with it through my youth. So I can still be a little rascal. Imagine how fun it would be to live as a kid in the fucking 60s and 70s. Dude, so much fun. Dude, you can't like, all the trouble you can get in now for the smallest things, like it was just fucking well, imagine city back then. So imagine this now, like, okay, back in probably, so if you're a teenager in the 70s, like, let's be honest, there were like, in some instances, the way you handled like bullying or whatever it is, you, you got in a fight, you set up a time. You went out and you beat the shit out of someone or someone beat the shit out of you. But the, fi- the the respect is mutual. Now you look at it. Someone's going to press charges, man. Like you, you can't throw a punch without expecting. See, that's why like I know it's going to sound weird, but like I've never been in a fight because of that reason. Like I don't know if someone's going to press charges or not. And I can't afford it, man. Like I don't work that kind of job that allows me to pay those consequences and fuck on a punch dude you can't say something to someone nowadays without them honestly getting offended and calling the you know the the police on you or something or someone recording you and putting it all over on the internet and now you can't now you're a piece of shit you can't get hired anywhere so like it's it's tough but i will say back then i feel like those were simpler times to handle certain business so if you and i had an issue Hey man, we go behind, we go in an alleyway and we fucking duke it out. And then whatever happens after that, hey, you know, it is what it is. Well, I'm not going to call the cops and be like, this guy fucking hit me. Like, that. that's just not how it was. People used to say, like, when I was in, like, elementary school and middle school, like, oh, I'm so glad that we're, you know, in school now and not 20 years ago because my parents always talked about how the teachers could hit them with paddles and 
rulers slap rulers on their hands and spank them and you know all that kind of stuff and the principals and all that they would all like discipline students like that mm -hmm. and you know when you're a kid you're like yeah you know thank god but now looking back on it like i can't tell you how many times i was in class and I was like, this kid needs to get hit yes he's not all gonna learn any time. other way he uses the fact that the teacher can't fucking lay a hand on him to his advantage and that's all the kids do now and now i can't even imagine how it is with the teacher said that to me yeah <laughs> Now the fucking teacher's getting fired for getting emotional because a kid's driving them fucking crazy and the teacher can't do anything about it. And so, I mean, uh, I just, I it will doesn't have seem to like admit, the worst idea now, having gone through it all. Look, I know the millennials get a bunch of shit, but I got to tell you, they are not as bad. We are not as bad as this new generation. This new generation is soft. And if you happen to be a part of that generation and you're listening... Congratulations, you're soft as fuck. <laughs> like, dude, the vast like, majority. Yeah, and I, I hate it. To be honest, like, it gives almost everybody a bad rep now. It's like, yep, yeah, you know, that's just another, another shitty person who thinks they can get away with everything because you know the, the world that we live in now. It's like, what? Like, some of those kids need their ass beat. Like, and fuck pressing charges and all of that other stuff. They just need a good old ass whipping, and that's it. Yes, sir. That's like that's why I never really started shit either, because I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be the annoying kid who who needed to be taught a lesson, and I I learned very quickly. Like I'm I'm an observer. Okay, I like to pay attention to my surroundings and to the other people who who take it maybe a step too far, or maybe need to speak up when it comes to that time. So I've always learned to really make a good judgment call when the time comes. But, I mean, in all the instances that I've had, I've never had to really, you know, go that far. But, I mean, these kids now, man, like, I, I know I'm young. I know I'm 23. But I, from what I can just see from, like, high schoolers now, I fucking hate them. I hate high schoolers so much. I, I don't remember being that bad. And I'm sure the, uh, the other... Uh, older kids at that time when they were 20 they probably thought the same thing but man i truly don't remember a time where i was that bad like just being annoying as shit thinking we can get away with everything is being a pain in the ass yeah i know yeah. this turned very quickly on you know, the younger <laughs> generation but damn i was just talking shit about the youth <laughs> fucking well it's like you gotta think some of us really matured at a younger age and that kind of kills it for us because like how can you explain to an older person like you're different and i'm sure they hear that every day from other right. high schoolers or whatever but truly like mentally you're like i could not fucking handle this hmm shall we go down this road <laughs> shall we fucking go down this road man yeah, might as well man all right so you know as of uh just this past weekend we went to go zach and i went to go visit our buddy at a fraternity and if this buddy is listening, I am so sorry, but I got to tell you, I, I could not handle it. I, I really couldn't. And those guys are the same age as us, you know, 22, 21, 23, right around that age. And man, like those kids, dude, like they mentally speaking, they are not on the same level as us. Like we both work full-time jobs. We both have our own shit that you do. You've got a girlfriend. I have, you know... All this other shit going on in, in my life too. Like there's – we kind of had to mature at a young – not necessarily a younger age, but we had to mature first before 
all the high or uh, college kids did because I mean, like that's just the way how it felt. I mean, we wanted to get full time jobs so we could do our best to to move out sooner than expected. Because you got to think, like those kids, even though they're in a dorm, how many of them are actually paying for their dorm tuition? Like basically none of them. Like I, I, I want to give some people the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe they are, but I gotta say, like probably more than half are not paying from their oh, pockets. Oh, well, more than half, bro. I'd say less than ten percent are paying for their own. Look, I'm just, I'm just trying to be nice right now. Like, <laughs> forgive it's not, me. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I mean, both of us have having gone through like a, a year plus year two year long partying phase uh, before we got our full time jobs. Kind of made it to where by the time I don't know. It, first off, it was never in either of our minds to join a frat. I think oh, ever. Oh no, no, not even. There's nothing slightest. wrong with that. You know, if that's your thing, and that's your, you know, I, I've got nothing against you. It's just simply not for me. Uh, but holy shit, man! Like it literally felt like I was back in high school. It really did. It was like I was back working at the movie theater, back at, back in high school, going to a, a weird kind of a party that I would have loved had I been, you know. 17 or 18 still. Yeah, imagine if you were in high school and you got invited to a college party. Like that probably would have been the highlight oh, yeah, dude. of uh, you know of your year or life. If I would have been there on that same night and everything happened the same way it did, but had I been, you know, 17 or 18, that I would have probably enjoyed the fuck out of it and been like, dude, that was a great night. I had so much fun. I want to do this again. But it kind of almost makes me sad that I don't like that anymore. Like, it, it, I don't know. It feels hmm. weird. It makes me question whether it's me just not wanting to meet new people or whether I, it, it is like really just like they're not my type of people. Keep going off. Uh, I'll, I'm going to, you know, I'm like, going to give you know, my opinion. Because, you know, I've been dealing in the past with like social anxiety and mm-hmm. moderate, regular just you know anxiety in general. And I was on medication for almost six months for it. And I, I quit cold turkey off of it. And I felt better ever since. I still have rough patches. But for the most part, I'm still socially anxious all the time, especially when I'm meeting new people. But that's just different. Like going to a frat house and being around 20, 30 people that I've never met, never heard of, never seen, like didn't know nothing about. I knew they were going to be there, not necessarily that many. I didn't know it was going to be like a party night or anything, but you know, it, it just, that's a lot of people that I don't know. The only people we knew were my girlfriend and you and our buddy who invited us. And, uh, so it was just, and he was kind of, you know, nothing against him, but he, you know, it's, he, he's in his frat and he had plans to go to the bar. So he's kind of mingling with the other 30 people there that he knows, he knows like all of them. So he feels comfortable with it and he's going to the bars with them and, you know, doing his thing. And I'm sure, you know, he obviously was having a lot of fun and that's great, but I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard being around that many people and trying to like in the moment feeling like I don't want to be here. I don't want to meet any of these people. Honestly, I don't want to say a word to any of them, but I also don't want to be that guy. I don't want our friends. I don't want our friends' friends to be like, whoa, you know, these people you brought around here are kind of lame, bro. Like, you know, what are you doing? Your friends are lame. You want to, you want to seem cool. You want to, you know, you're at their place. You don't want to be a, just the odd man out and make everybody else feel like awkward and not want to make eye contact with you. But at the same time, it's kind of, I feel like I say hey to a few people and it just doesn't seem very worth it. It's just, I don't know. The whole, the whole night didn't really seem very worth it to me. It was fun hanging out. Had it been me, you and my girlfriend and our buddy 
and we were all hanging out in the same situation and just we were all hanging out with each other. I would have had a great time, but add the 30 plus people and me being in an unfamiliar place, I can't really function. All right. Let me let me just dive into straight off the bat, like exactly how I interpreted all this. So you have to think too, like honestly, it, it goes back to what I said about us having to mature first. We have we have full time jobs. We have certain schedules that we follow. Uh, I know you have a certain sleep schedule, and then you get up in the morning, you do your shit, and then you go to work. Me, I'm in bed by. 9 30 at the latest Same, bro. and it's i know it sounds dumb as shit as a 23 year old you're supposed to be having fun which is fine i get it i get if you want to have fun that whole college experience it's cool like it it's not that big of a deal however if you're not going to go to college you know what you're going to do is you're going to work full time for and you can notice the difference between people it, at least mentally speaking you can under, understand that Okay, this dude is working full time job, and this dude just partying in college every fucking night. Some of those kids were absolute crackheads. Like I, I'm not trying to be mean, but those like I would never consider myself associated with those those kind of people. Like my, our buddy who invited us, you know, hey, I know he's been trying to get us to go for a long time, and I know we've been kind of declining. We've been a little weird, you know, be wary about it. But now we now that we have a better understanding about it, it's just simple, man. We are more mature than they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not a shot at them. It's not a shot at us. It's just the fact that, hey, you know, we're we have certain goals because we didn't necessarily go to college or we're taking a break from college. Like that's that's all it is. Yeah. And just to make it seem not so aggressive, I don't Mature, it might be the right word, but it might also not be the right word. Like I see, it just, it sounds like an insult almost, like calling someone immature or we're more immature than you. And it's not necessarily that, we're just in a totally different, we're on a different planet than them. You know, my world is so different from their world on a daily basis. Like you said, we get up early, we do things that we need to do, we go to work all day. You get home, you know, you go to CrossFit as soon as you get off work and then you get home and then you're, in t- you're, you're you know, within four hours already asleep. And that's, you know, a cycle every single day. And that's how I'm in the same kind of thing. You know, I get up early, I do shit, I work, I get home, I kind of unwind, do some extra, do, do some other things, go to bed, but, you know, before 10 o'clock and rinse and repeat. And it's just, we're on a totally different planet. I don't want to mature is might be right but it's just we're just not it's so yeah like i gotta be honest man like i i disagree with you like in that aspect and it's not a you know not a bad thing but i'm just saying we i technically we're more mature and there's not like once again if you want to go to college and have fun cool do it it's a great experience i'm sure but for me that's not my scene man like i'm very introverted i love focusing on myself and you know other people may may argue and say, well, actually, you're more extroverted than you think you are. However, that's not how I view myself. I have certain goals that I want to achieve by a certain age. That's all it is. And if you're in college, you're all you're going until, what, maybe 24, 25. That's if you just graduate with a bachelor's. If you're going for a master's or, or a PhD or a doctorate, whatever, like you're going in for more. You're going until you're almost like 30. Right. So I don't know, like for us to start so young, I mean, you started younger than I did. Like you started working right as soon as you got to high school. I started working full time as of basically last year. 
damn near about last year, maybe a year and a half. Like that's that's as close as I got. And you know, in that time, I've learned a lot about myself. It's like I truly do love having a certain schedule. It's it fits my rhythm. You know, the weird thing about all of it is, is it's strange that when I was there, I'm sure when we were both there, we were thinking the same thing. Oh yeah, I want to go home right now. I want to be home in my bed and. It's weird to me that going to a place like that where there's all these new people that I could potentially, you know, make new friends and, you know, party and have a fun time, have a great time, let loose. And, you know, who knows what we're getting into tonight. Go to the bars, Mm -hmm. meet new people. It's just, why do I look forward to getting up at 6 a.m., doing push-ups and getting a cold shower and then, you know, going out and like, like, why does that sound like? Why is that? Why is that my favorite thing to do? So I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, immediately, like it's a shot at us. To be honest, it's we're different. We're kind of a little bit on a little. Like I guess some people would view us as maybe quote unquote boring or lame. But I mean, to be honest, that's that's just what we live for. I love getting up early, even on a Saturday. Like a a whole entire month before my whole CrossFit event. I was getting up at five o'clock on a Saturday to go and train and then start my whole entire day. Dude, I fucking love that. I had so much time on a Saturday. I love that. I guess the way it is, is if you're on the full-time work schedule and you have maybe a relationship or, you know, some like a podcast or like extracurricular shit other than just, oh, hanging out with friends or whatever it is, you get used. It's just, we never go to parties. Never. We maybe meet up with a, a group of five or six friends, maybe once, well, maybe once or twice a month, and that's about it. That's the our social life, other than you know my relationship. And uh, they're on the schedule of party at least once or twice a week. Yeah, that's and, that's being nice too. Like I would say maybe even a little bit more. So when we're used to working so much and doing, whether or not we're actually at our employer, like our work, like doing the podcast and editing the podcast and, you know, doing, going to the gym and, you know, working out of the house. That's all just, it's work. It's work for something. It's not necessarily something you do for fun. It's something that you do because you got to do it. Yeah. And then you've decided you made this deal with yourself. This is something I do every day, no matter what. And so those small things like getting up early and working out, taking a cold shower and then hitting my pen or smoking a, you know, uh, smoking out of my bong or something. That's my morning routine. Mm-hmm. I love it. I look forward to it and cracking like a Celsius, oh, like yes. right, after, right after I smoke, like I get up, I'll do my pushups, my pull-ups, maybe I'll go on a run every now and then, hop in a cold shower. As soon as I hop out of that shower, I feel like a million dollars. I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I'm ready for this morning. And then maybe I'll put away some laundry or do whatever things I have to do to make myself feel better about myself. And then I, I, I make it to where I have an hour, hour and a half, two hours at least to chill in the morning before I have to go to work. And so I just I smoke, crack a crack open some Celsius, you know, get my caffeine, maybe play a game, maybe watch a show on Hulu or something until it's time to go to work. And that's my favorite thing ever because that's my let loose time. But their let loose time is the party that they do once or twice or three times a week. Which no matter how you break it down, like I, I don't want people to think that they're getting the wrong idea of like we're boasting about ourselves, like we're better than them. No, that's not what it is, even it's, in the slightest. I'm just trying to observe. Yeah, I know. It's just an observation. This is my, that's like my let loose. That's my party yes. time. I feel like I'd rather do that than stay the night at a friend's house and mm-hmm. not get to do that. So we both have like in different aspects, uh, our friend who invited us and then us, we have different viewpoints of like how we quote unquote let loose. 
through him, it's party. Completely cool. I understand. Like, you're in college. Do whatever the fuck you want. For us, it's getting up early. It's it's doing the the workouts. It's doing your job because it's, you know, it's essentially that's kind of how you let loose a little bit. Like, for me, like, on a Saturday, first thing I, uh, I do, I get up, crack Celsius, and I'm on the way to the gym. I, I love it. And it's and it's 6.45 in the morning. Like, I, I love it, man. I don't, like, it, it may be weird as shit to say on a mic, but, dude, I enjoy getting up early and then making a full entire day out of it. Because when I'm done, I got to sweat in, and it's only 9 o'clock? And you, yeah. You, when, you, when you see it's only 9 and I've already done so much, you feel, like, amped. Like, yes. I got a whole day. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And then once I do all this, I get to do this and this. Uh-huh. And I can't, like, it's just, it's fun. And I'll tell you, like this past Saturday, I did I did the whole entire podcast uh, editing wise on Saturday. So when I got done, it was only noon. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I have the next ten hours to do whatever I want." Once you start being productive, it's very easy to not. It's very easy to not be able to stop. Yes, it's very easy to get on a roll. Oh yeah, like oh, I've already done this. Now I'm doing this. It's I've already and you get excited, but you get amped up. You're like, oh, now all this shit's done. I got to find something else to do. Uh I still got so much time. And so as you can see, like I kind of rearranged my room a little bit. I I added a new desk. I moved my drawer over to a a completely different spot. I cleaned a little bit around here. I got rid of some of my old shit. I threw the trash out. Like it's it's hard to stop that momentum when you get there. And it's also hard to stop the momentum of partying three times a week once uh-huh. you get there. It is <laughs> because you got to think some some of those college kids they go Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Especially when football season is around the corner, those guys are going fucking nuts. And then during the week, they're drinking every night, trying to build their tolerance for the next you know party. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to kind of get at real quick. I know we're kind of running long right now hey probably. man i'm enjoying this conversation yeah, fuck it i mean we can split this up into two episodes if need be because the no, probably let's go. Is, yeah i mean whatever let's whatever, fucking whatever go works. but uh so in our normal lives since we don't go to parties and we don't really hang out ever with anybody that we aren't comfortable around and that's kind of my biggest thing is i never want to be around anybody who i can't fully be myself and and no one's gonna say anything about about me being myself or it's just it's weird I, I like surrounding myself with people who know me and know me well and who i like and i know like me that's just how i that's how i roll and i'll definitely go to you know more parties and kickbacks in the future with people that i don't know but it's just only fun with me if i have a group of people that i already do know coming with me so okay. i have people to fall back on if if those people that i'm meeting aren't my type of people what am i going to do just like at the frat we were around a bunch of people they weren't our type of people so what do we have to do we went into our friend's room and just hung out with the people we knew, which is just me, you, my girlfriend, and that's it. And then, you know, our buddy was in and out, going to doing stuff, and, and that's fine. But we're so used to being ourselves all the time because we don't go out and have to put on any kind of front because we're not meeting new people. So we never have that front on. So it's hard after not having any kind of front for so long to go to a place where you're forced to put on some front. Yeah, I just didn't want to do it. I was just sitting on the couch with my girlfriend. Like, I'm just going to watch people play beer pong because I don't want to interact and I have to put on this fake thing because you know that all of those 30 people that were there, that's not who they are. Just like our buddy, who we love and we've known for a long time, and he's a great dude. And we know he's a great dude. And when he's around us, just say, you know, like this past Friday night, we all hung out. You know, he's fun to be around. He's a good dude. He's, you know, he's part of our group. But at the frat, 
he's not the same person that he is around all of his buddies, that he is around all of them. Because, and that just shows you, you know, everybody there, they're not really being themselves. So it's hard to want to meet someone and try and mingle with people who you know aren't even, that's not even, I'm not even meeting you right now. I'm meeting the guy who's partying right now. So it's not, it's totally ingenuine. It just doesn't feel. Yeah. I mean, like, like I was saying before we even recorded the podcast, it was, we have a, I think everybody, no matter who you are, or no matter if you went to college, if you went there, if you didn't, we all have a social meter that we kind of abide by. So for people like you and I, like, look, uh, I love being social at times, but if it's around people, I have no idea who they are. I, I'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest. It's very hard for me to start a whole entire conversation knowing that you and I are completely different and not that it's a bad thing. I know that being different is kind of a good thing to start a whole conversation with someone, but you're into partying. I'm not, I, that's not exactly my forte. My forte is getting up early, working out, you know, going and uh, editing podcasts, cleaning my room, whatever it is. And those guys, they sleep in late as fuck or the partying until 5 a.m. And by that time, I'm almost up. So it's very hard to kind of gauge that off of another person. Like, do I really want to exert this energy into talking to them and trying to start a whole conversation when it's probably going to be the complete, we're just going to be two completely separate people, like on the complete other side of the spectrum? Yeah. Is it worth it? And you have to ask yourself those questions. That's why, uh, you know, like one of the guys uh, I was just saying before we started this too, guy, he was on something and that's, <laughs> and not that it's a bad thing. It's a party. I get it. But this dude came up to me on three separate occasions saying, oh, bro, what a pleasure to meet you, man. It's so great that you're here. You know, uh, I, I, how do you know our, our friend? So how do you know him? I was like, well, you know, him and I went middle school together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just almost the same thing over and over again. I was like, this is this is too weird. Yeah. I'm out. I, yeah. I've got all the energy out. So It's just an entirely separate group of people. You know, if, I'm sure individually, each one of them probably is a very cool person. Yeah, sure individually. I, I believe that 100%. Aren't. But, you know, take each one of those people and put them in a, a room with just me and you and our friends and, and our buddy that was there and then say he had brought one of them along just like he did that other that other time he came over to your house he brought yeah. one of his frat buddies cool guy and he was cool and it was fun it was awesome fun but when you put you know 30 of them together and they all know each other and we don't know any of them they get put into this you know not it's a frat mentality yeah and it's just you know well they run at a very different pace than we do we're very mellow we like to just relax enjoy the moment you know have a few drinks and just listen to music those guys they go hard and that's the one thing that i observed is like they are just they are relentless They'll, more alcohol more weed more drugs louder music yes louder turn it up turn it. it shotgun take another one take another hit turn it up bro that's <laughs> all night just fucking you can't I mean, it's never loud wrong. enough you're never drunk enough you've never taken enough hits or enough whatever it's it, yeah and, and i get it and i was i've been there and it's fucking fun if you're not, if you haven't been through it. Yeah. And for some people, you know, I, I say it like it's the same for everybody and it's not. Some people it's don't go through a phase like I did or like you did. That's, some people get stuck in that forever. 
Some people try it once and hate it and never do it again. Some people just never try it at all. So, I mean, there's different people. I think it's important to at least give it a try a couple of times and figure out who, and figure out if you like it or not. You it, you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about other people. That's exactly right. Experimenting. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. that's not to say take, you know, if you're trying something for the first time, don't take the advice of the 14 year old who's handing you the, the blunt. You know, obviously everybody needs to do their own research, but you know, at the end of the day, I think it's, it can be quite important to the development and to being sympathetic towards others and not just looking at people who drink and use drugs as scum of the earth. You know, it can, it's easy to get hooked on shit. Yeah. But it's also easy to say no and it's easy to control yourself. Look, just know yourself. At the end of the day, if you're not into that kind of stuff, don't do it. It's simple as that. If you if you don't feel comfortable being around 30 plus people who have an extremely high tolerance with alcohol, weed, whatever it is, and you're you're just someone who just enjoys peace and quiet, don't do it. Now that I think about it, that's kind of my besides from aside from marijuana, peace and quiet is my drug of choice. Oh God, yes. That's why I get it's up. That's so why I enjoy my morning so much. I mean, back before I got up early all the time, it was. I stayed up late because everybody in my house was asleep and it's like, this is my time. I used to think, oh, I'm a night out. I love being up at night. No, it's not that. I just like the alone part. I like being to myself. I like having, you know, being able to just be with my own thoughts and having no distractions and being in my own safe, cool area doing my own thing. And now it's not late at night. Now it's just super early in the morning. And that's, you know, I'm addicted to it. If I don't get up early, I'm not happy. You know, if I miss my, if I miss my morning, I don't get my morning. I'm not a happy camper. Mm-hmm. I got to have my fix or else I'm just, uh, I got I need it. You know, we're a different breed than not a shot yeah, at anybody. Cool. And everybody else sucks ass. <laughs> I think that's a perfect way to end this podcast. <laughs> exactly what Zach said. Like, See yes. you guys on the next episode of two brothers. In a van. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> the fuck? I, I, I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> Next episode of Two Fucking Awesome Guys and You Suck. There you go. Alright, you guys remember to find us on Instagram at Bring Hidden Zero. At Z Bristol Z. And you can follow us on Twitter at Opinions Endless. Guys, we'll see you next episode. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. Yeah.